Hello, this is Donna Joseph here and it is the 2nd of August 2022. So I currently have no internet, so um, I was going to record this on Zoom and uh, actually um, it's not going to work because I've got no internet. So it's good because what I want to do is more um, podcasts, but doing the videos, editing the videos, the perfectionist that I am, are just not getting out. So therefore, my day-to-day realizations with all this adoption coming through the fog is not being really recorded because of all of that that goes with it. So I'm really pleased that I'm in this situation where there's no, there's no electricity. And therefore, because I've still got battery on my computer I can still record so here I am I've been thinking a lot about doing interviews and actually sharing my story and I've been writing out today what that's gonna look like what that's gonna sound like because and what that's gonna feel like because this is different to a year ago when I wrote my chapter This is different to when I stood up and spoke my story um, a few years ago. This is different to the conversations I had during the interviews just a couple of years ago around adoption. It's like it really has changed. And in the best possible way, I want to try and articulate that so that it helps me further understand and importantly helps others because it's very difficult for me as an adoptee to understand so therefore how much further away is it from a non-adoptee understanding and I believe more and more as this journey of ours and mine goes on that the important the importance amongst all of this is connection and love. And that's what it's always going to come back to. And whenever there's, whenever it's not working, there's like a disconnect or there's fear in the way. So I, I always want to bring that to mind for myself and for others that, You know, ultimately, this is all about connection and love. Connection with ourselves, connections with each other, loving ourselves and loving each other. And I feel blessed that I have that in me amongst all the darkness that has plagued my life. So I've been trying to articulate it so that others can understand and so I can understand too. And please do forgive me if I go off and don't make much sense. I, If I go off and not make much sense, it's because it doesn't make sense. <laughs> And that's the problem. It doesn't make sense. So it's difficult to make sense 
of yourself if it doesn't make sense because this is what we're talking about it's so deep and complex what's happening for me I'll just share with you one of the things why this is really profound it's really just definitely hitting the root cause is because memories of mine are becoming clearer and I think that what I've done so unconditionally and habitually and easily because of that is I've moved on very quickly from anything that's kind of happened you know anything that's kind of you know hits that sort of core self anything it just it's just I've very easily moved on so even if it's good or bad I, I can just sort of move on and put the memory and the feeling away and just move on and that's really sad because there's some really good stuff that is wonderful to have in your memory and just keep alive but I feel that I've had this habit of doing that and I wonder if that's why now memories are becoming clearer but also the reason why I've mentioned that is because what's happening and this may be because of marijuana that I smoke but you know I've smoked that for some time so I, I, it seems worse I'm forgetting so much it's almost like I can't do one without the other I can't download all these memories and remember in this moment at the same time so maybe that's what it is so do forgive me on that as well if I suddenly forget what on earth it is that I'm talking about because that's where I'm at I feel it's so there's a real danger I think um, of this just being being it for a lot of adoptees like this will this would be the 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 last thing like, I just can't do this anymore I actually can sense that um, for others based on what I feel. Um, because I'm having to really just keep check on myself because I can feel myself slipping away into just not looking after myself and not doing the things that are good for me and just you know like just that giving up because it's you know what I'm holding on to is survival so I'm sort of letting go of this needing to survive and there's a part of me that's like oh you know I'm giving up then and and actually there's this other part of me is like oh no and that's the part of me that I think I I really want to work on because she, I, me, needs to get the big pants on now and take the reins and put this right um, consciously, in, not in survival mode. I don't want to be in survival mode anymore. And the only way that I can or we can get out of that, I believe, is us.
So we have to sort ourselves out. And this is me getting going again with my podcast on um, the podcast platforms because I realise that this is a place where a lot of people go. Uh, and in fact, I've been going to Spotify and listening to a lot more interviews and it is so, so healing to hear, especially like as a transracial adoptee. And I say that so much more easily now than I did a month or so ago. I'm identifying myself now as a transracial um, adoptee. And I, I never did before. So this is this is kind of where I'm... I, I think I would start with my story because I would always start with I was adopted when I was three months old and I was adopted to a lovely family. They were white. I'm mixed race. And that, that is always how my story would begin. And it, it's only now that I actually absolutely will always start my story before that time. Because my beginning, I realise now, along with lots of other realisations, that my real true beginning was just sort of faded out. I think I've also just been like um, putting up with a lot of stuff and just sort of pleasing people to over myself. I sort of am I'm, I'm noticing that. And I'm no, well, I'm noticing that I'm not doing that anymore. I'm noticing there's a part of me that's just sort of almost just there's something removed. It's like that, that, that's not there anymore. And that's why I know that this is, this is hitting the spot. This is hitting the parts that need to be hit, the pieces that need to be put back together. This is hitting it. And that's why this for me is, both frightening and exciting at the same time because I can feel that it's good I can feel that this is it and you know I you know the hiding from others is is like a hiding from myself as well because I've you know deep down I've known that there's there's something else that I've you know I'm able to I'm capable of so much and like and I know that and it's like I've been hiding that from myself as well you know I'm hiding that so sort of stopping myself and putting myself in sort of a sort of position to stop myself as well you know a comfortable position because that's what I've always done I've always you know I've, I've never got there really and, and I've never just actually got there wherever there is <laughs> but I feel like I'm getting there um and that's why I'm determined that this journey of blogging is is always I'm going to remind myself and, and hopefully others and people remind me back that this is we're working through this we're not in we're in this to work through it and get out the other end and I for one know that I have some superpowers that are that I've been hiding from the world and myself and that you know people have seen little glimpses of these superpowers and I you know I'm, I'm a bit like oh you know because I haven't really been able to acknowledge where this has come from 
But now I know and I understand this level of survival, this level of hiding and brushing away and not not to get hurt and just moving on. But over that period of time, getting stronger and stronger and wiser and more resilient and ready. You know, this is really good for me to be able to talk about this and you know understand what is going on so my story would definitely be starting when my birth mother found out she was pregnant now I don't know at what stage I was in the pregnancy but that for me was the beginning that for me was the start when I became alive in my mom's mind and heart and body I was the closest to her at that time and it was all about me. If I didn't exist, then the feelings, emotions, trauma wouldn't have happened around me. And there was a lot of trauma and up until recently, had been denying that part to myself and also to my birth mother and was easily taken along with the the fairy tale that she couldn't cope and she was doing the best thing for me. So as if to like, you know, not deliberately, but, you know, but it was very much brushed under the carpet. Any, any impact that may have been had from the very beginning up to that when I was three months old. It didn't help that I was black in a white world. It absolutely didn't help. On top of this. And the reason why this is strong in me now is because my story is horrific when you paint the story of Donna growing up and when you read my chapter lost and found it only paints a very small part of that childhood and the hiding has in turn turned to blame towards myself and guilt over the years. So whilst I don't want to hide anymore, I also don't want to dwell in the past when I don't necessarily need to. But at the same time, I am a believer and always have and I believe always will be a believer that my experiences were gifts to help others. Therefore, there are areas of my story that will likely be disclosed to people when it's meant to be for them. And the most important thing I'm realising around that dark childhood is for me to lighten it up in me so that I am not pulled into the darkness 
anymore. And also so that I can recognize there's no surviving required. It's all about thriving. And what I've been feeling a little bit over the last couple of weeks is admiration for myself. You know, that holding on and surviving and the things that I put up with and went through and did to survive, to keep everything together, because that's what I'd always done. I just think, wow, you're amazing. But I also want to heal and, and, and be able to say now, you can let go now, Donna. You don't have to hold on anymore. You can be true and feel and it's okay. It's so deeply profound, all of this. Because this is hitting the spot and yet was just wiped out. As if it's not anything, but yet it's massively something. And I just wish, I really wish that I had confronted or found out about this when I was 21 or even better, 17, even better, 15. I wish I'd have been told. And what would I have been told? What do I wish I would have been told? I wish I'd have been told that all of these feelings and emotions that you're feeling around your birth mother are absolutely real. The connection is real. The separation was real. And it will never leave you and it will never leave her. You have every reason to feel angry and upset for not knowing anything for so long. You're allowed these feelings. And anything that's happened to you are likely a result of this. And even if it wasn't or you weren't adopted, anything that's happened to you was not your fault and you can let go of it and you can share and you can tell anyone because you will not be in trouble. You can let go now and we will help you and support you and be there for you and ask you all the, the, the uh, uh, just be there and answer any questions that you have as best as we can. And we will learn along the way what we can do to help you with this trauma that you were born into this world with. That's what I would have wanted. So that's why I'm feeling that this journey is going to be working with the triage, the adopted parents, the birth mothers and the adoptees so that we can put this right, move through it, move upwards and put it right so that is all from me for now it's donna marie thanks for listening bye bye